sustainability and greenhouse gas emissions uh, is part of uh, Hydro's strategy, corporate strategy. Natural starting point for us uh, is to talk about uh, the very purpose of, of, of Hydro. Hydro's purpose uh, is creating a more viable society. And that again uh, translates into uh, this current strategy statement, which is lifting profitability, driving sustainability. Um, in that uh, sustainability part, uh, Hydro's ambition is uh, 30 by 2030. Uh, three pillars related to that. Mm -hmm. uh, greener sourcing, uh, greener production, and uh, greener products. Uh, and obviously we are in the sourcing uh, part of, of, of that. Okay. And, and, and to what extent is this uh, focus on becoming greener uh, driven by, by customers of Hydro? Well, I think um, it, the answer, the short answer to that is, is yes, it's, it's partly customer driven. Um, when I came in uh, three and a half years ago, uh, we, 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 we could also already then uh, start to say that uh, Hydro was uh, trying to create a, a market and be on the forefront with uh, two products, uh, mm -hmm. the Reduxa product and with the Circal product. Um, so, um, and, and three and a half years ago, uh, there, there, there wasn't a, a strong market for that. Mm. Now we can produce enough. So, so there is a significant change here. But definitely you see customers asking more about uh, the supply chain, mm -hmm. uh, more about uh, what the hydro are doing to reduce emissions on the, on, the, on the supply chain. So I think there are two aspects to it. Yes, it's customer driven, uh, but also... Uh, it is embedded in, in, in what uh, Hydro stands for and, and what Hydro is. Mm -hmm. Understand. Yeah, so like we also see our customers pushing us as a operator and vessel owner to become greener. Partly your customers are also basically asking for the same. So that's, that's, that's interesting. To see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you see a significant change over the, just the, the past years yeah. uh, in that. And, and, and it's quite interesting uh, to, to observe that change. Mm. Um, and uh, what we are also uh, seeing is, is, is a significant um, change in terms of awareness and focus from senior management as well. Mm. Um, whereas you, you, you before uh, were just uh, asked about how did that tender go? Mm. And, and it was more of a transactional focus if you came out uh, good uh, and competitively mm. Uh, mm. from an economic perspective. Now the question is, okay, what does this mean on the emission side? Yeah. And yeah. that's a totally different uh, question uh, that, that we are being asked. And also from the sales side, mm. uh, where uh, they uh, basically come and, and and ask us uh, how much part is the shipping emissions yeah. of this product? And mm. I just mentioned the Reduxa uh, product yeah. and, and, and the Circal product, uh, where you have, uh, well, talk about the Reduxa project, you, 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 you have a 4.0 uh, uh, kilogram uh, per CO2 equivalent per kilogram produced aluminium. Yeah. And the shipping emissions is 
about 0.2 to 0.7 okay, okay. of that. So it's, mm. it's not um, substantial, I would say, but mm. still mm. It, it, it will make a difference. And there is an ambition to reduce uh, those CO2 emissions yes. Yes. Uh, going forward. So we will play our part and we want to play our part mm. uh, on the shipping side. Yeah, now it's about turning every stone. So, of course, shipping can't be overlooked uh, there as well. Yeah, definitely. And Hydro was one of Cargo Value's earliest customers and also is a, one of the first customers of our uh, emissions monitoring product now. And why uh, are we able to share some thoughts about why transparency and having a single truth is important for Hydro? Yeah, I, I think um, we started the, that journey together with you. Um, mm. uh, about three years ago. Uh, it's been a very interesting journey, a very um, uh, maturing journey in, in every aspect. But our main motivation uh, for uh, going into cargo value was to uh, enhance and facilitate coll collaboration. Mm. And, and, and the idea and the starting point of that is how can you create the same situational understanding. Mm. Uh, and by doing that, you have a totally different discussion and exchange with your colleagues overseas. You're looking at the same situation, you're looking at the same screen, uh, you're looking at the, the same numbers, you're looking at the same vessels, and you have a totally different uh, discussion and exchange. And, and uh, that has been a game changer for, uh, for us. Uh, mm. on, that part. So, um, um, on the collaborative part, again, uh, a game changer. We, we have the same situational understanding on the operational aspects uh, now. And I think another uh, important factor here is um, the shipping activities in, in hydro is, is spread over several shipping segments. It's, it's quite complex and, and uh, it's another example of you start a journey and mm. the journey develops. Uh, so we started with the big uh, dry bulk commodities we have, the aluminum uh, activity. Yeah. Uh, and this then translated into uh, the Petco transportation, mm -hmm. uh, the pitch transportation. Uh, and, and now we're moving also into uh, more of the liner part mm -hmm. of, of, of the business segment. So it's it's... It's, it's been, been an interesting journey so far. And, and again, a totally different level of, of interaction and, and, and collaboration uh, that, uh, that the Cargo Value has facilitated by creating this same situational understanding. That's very good to hear. Um, and I, I know it's still early days when it comes to uh, monitoring uh, emissions from the shipping activities, but is there anything you can already share, anything you learned by, by looking at some of the numbers that you can now see on the the dashboards we provide to you? Well, I think um, th there are some uh, surprises, so to speak. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you have certain expectations, you have certain ideas, um, but um, I think uh, when, when you see the numbers, mm -hmm. the actual numbers, uh, it, 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 it also impacts you in the sense that, uh, yes, you know that you should uh, try to upsize um, and when you see that on the transportations and on the voyage, mm. you, 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 um, uh, it becomes very clear uh, the impact uh, of it. Mm. 
um, that's that's one part. And then you, you get also certain surprises about uh, some of the commodities we are uh -huh. uh, carrying. And you see the relation between distance, uh, size of, of cargo loads, uh, vessel size, uh -huh. uh, uh, and, and of course also uh, the, the how, how what kind of vessel you're using. Yeah. And maybe so, even ballast as well ex yeah. exactly yeah. And, and you get also that ballast uh, part which which perhaps you haven't focused on that uh, uh, at all so 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 you have a totally different uh, view now uh, which uh, um, again it, it brings value to see these things mm. and it triggers some some reflections mm. uh, and and uh, that translates into uh, the question of how can you optimize yeah. your shipping activity and your shipping operations mm -hmm. uh, in order to to, 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 to to reduce emissions mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things you can do from an operational perspective as well. Mm -hmm. understand. Yeah, we talk to uh, quite a lot of customers, uh, to quite a lot of customers are, are on this and, and fairly few of them have actually quantified their, their shipping emissions. Uh, so it's, uh, that's a very natural first step to actually start addressing uh, the shipping emissions as part of your, your supply chain. And, and you know that I'm a, I'm a numbers guy, uh, so, so I, I would like to, to reflect a little bit on, on, the, on what granular, granularity do we need on the data and, and, and are, do we need actual data or are estimates uh, good enough? Um, and when it comes to the right granularity, um, so I know that uh, companies that report their scope three emissions they often rely on, on they use aggregated activity data and then they multiply that with some emission factors uh, saying that okay we transported this amount of cargo and and we can just apply an average emissions per emission factor per ton ton cargo there um, and uh, why is that not good enough in in, in our view uh, uh, because we strongly believe that that you should we should do that on a voyage level uh, and to answer my own question here it's it's it's, it's really when you go down to the voyage level that you can start measuring the effects of what you do. Uh, you mentioned uh, upsizing. Uh, when you go down to the voyage level and start measuring there, you will see the effect from combining two shipments into one, for example. You see an immediate reduction in, 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 the, uh, in the emissions, and all that will ref be reflected in your KPIs. While if you just use aggregated volumes and you multiply with the same factor, the only way to reduce that that answer you get is to reduce the the volume and and that's not really something an industrial company normally wants to do uh, is to re, it's, it's more about making things more efficient and and producing the same or or, or more um, when it comes to the need for actual data uh, i i believe that that uh, eventually we will get there it will all be uh, about actual data uh, i think that was unthinkable a few a few years ago but about the the sea cargo charter has really pushed the whole industry in, in that direction and really demands operators like ourselves uh, to, to report uh, those numbers. Um, but I think we can still also get quite far with estimates. And so, so just starting with estimates, even though you don't have the actuals on a voyage level is, is a very good start. Uh, and just looking at what we can get from, from the AIS data and the vessel descriptions and how, how close we can actually get to the actual consumption um, is, is quite promising. So, so that was just me rambling a little bit about, uh, about the, the numbers that I'm very interested in. But, but, but I think, uh, uh, do you have any reflections on, on that? Or Yeah, just to add on that, uh, Martin, uh, I, I 
totally agree with you in terms of, of, of the value it brings to be, so to speak, focused on the voyage level. Mm. Um, that uh, idea and that uh, the information extracted for, from that voyage is, is actually uh, what, what, what really uh, brings you new insights and new ideas. And, and, and it's an interesting uh, approach in a way that first you usually start with a big idea on how you are going to reduce your emissions uh, and, and you have a concept and you want to, to, to address that mm -hmm. uh, top-down approach, so to speak. Here you turn it, uh, turn it around. Mm. You, you start with the voyage mm. and you see the, the uh, data of the voyage and, and, and the peculiarity of the voyage. Yeah. And you use that as building blocks in terms of optimizing your operations. So, so um, I, I think it's an interesting take, and and, and I, I totally agree. And, and and again, being a passionate shipping man, I, I actually enjoy clicking down on, on and looking at the, at the at the voyage level. Yes, yes. But of course, yeah, and also with with the back to the actuals versus estimates. Uh, I, I said that we can get quite far with the estimates, but we will not be able to see. Uh, whether we have been good at cleaning our holes or something like that, just using estimates, that, that, and then we will still need to go down to the actual level. So that will eventually we will get there. You'll be able to click all the way down to every single voyage and, and see actuals. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah I think and, that, and, and and then again, I think you know if you if you look at um, the estimates, the, the calculations you're doing now, and compare it with the actuals, that's mm -hmm. also an interesting mm -hmm. uh, exercise in in the sense that uh, the, the difference is not that big. No. Uh, no. And, and, most occasions. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, when it comes to uh, UETS, uh, the emission trading scheme uh, of which shipping will become a part of, uh, it's it's many say that this is something that, of course, ship owners and operators need to worry about. Uh, similarly to the other regulations that we are put under uh, as part of uh, the shipping industry. Um, but but why does why do things like this also matter for the charter or for the for the cargo owner? First and foremost, I think it's it's fundamental uh, for a cargo owner for a charter to be um, really up to speed when it comes to this, mm -hmm. understanding the uh, uh, drivers and and, and 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 how this um, ecosystem uh, works. Um, as a cargo owner, you sit on the cargo. Mm -hmm. the, the very essence and purpose of a vessel is to move that cargo from A to B. Yes. Um, so, so you're part of that ecosystem. And I think now in, in transformative time we are in, in shipping, mm -hmm. uh, we have a monumental challenge in front of us. And, 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 and as part of that ecosystem, that's, that's part of our challenge as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I, Key, uh, key thing to to um, um, overcome this challenge and to be able to to to, to uh, really create a, a, a difference here and, mm. and 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 create change is uh, having everybody collaborating, yeah. Yeah. the whole ecosystem collaborating. Mm. And I think it's also very important, and this is at least my personal view, that uh, ship owners. Mm shipping operators, they are the experts in terms of the vessel. Mm. But the more we know about that, the more we know about the technology, the more we know about the EU EDS scheme, yep. the more we know about all these drivers and mechanisms, the, the better we can enable mm. 
uh, that change. And 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 at the end of the day, it's it's also a cost driver. Yes. Yes. And then it becomes even more interesting for us. Mm. And the other element is also doing the right thing. We need to reduce the emissions. Mm. Mm. So so uh, I I think it's it's extremely important that uh, uh, a cargo owner and a charterer is is. Uh, really engaged mm. in this, mm. and 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 uh, I think again a, a key, uh, being a key enabler in this uh, ecosystem, yeah. you you really need to 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 partner up very close with with uh, with the, the shipping companies, mm. and 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 uh, try to do your part and try to facilitate, um, and 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 again I I believe in 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 collaboration and I believe that together. Everyone achieves more yes, in yes. this. Yeah, and we cannot really sit back and just wait for the regulators to fix everything. In the end, it's it's, it's about uh, us as an industry together with with our customers, really really pushing forward and, and decarbonizing uh, shipping. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And often that starts with measuring and just knowing what what is actually the, uh, the challenge here. Um, so, uh, in closing, what would be your advice to the uh, people in the audience? who want to start uh, measuring their, their shipping-related uh, emissions, uh, where, where, how should they start? Well, I, I think, and, and this coming from a personal perspective, mm -hmm. um, I'm a naval educated and trained as a naval officer, a, a navigator, mm -hmm. and a fundamental question in that is, where are you? Mm -hmm. What's your position? Um, and I think that also is... Uh, uh, can be translated and is very relevant in terms of... of of measuring shipping emissions. And as you said, um, uh, you can't improve if you don't measure it. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to define a base. And that's what it's all about. And that's been our first step, so to speak. And, and again, uh, asking that fundamental question, mm. where are we? Mm. What is our position here? Uh, where can we improve? And, and this is uh, when it becomes really interesting, when you start looking at the data, start looking at the different commodities, start looking at the different drivers uh, uh, into this uh, and, and, and um, uh, so, so again I, I think first establish where you are mm -hmm. um, get an overview of that mm -hmm. understand those uh, th th that data and that mm -hmm. information mm -hmm. and then there are an ocean of opportunities on what you can do mm -hmm. from from there on and, and, and we are very ambitious and, and uh, on, on that part but also very clear on the fact that uh, things are changing so rapidly now yes, yes. that we, we 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 need to be uh, have an open mind. Mm. Understand, understand. Good. Thank you very much for for uh, all those insights uh, on these questions that I had. Uh, I would like now to turn to to the audience and and see if we have uh, any questions uh, from them. Um, and as Sophie mentioned uh, in the introduction. Please uh, post any questions you have uh, in the chat. Um, they will not be directly visible to, to others, so, so no question is, is, is too daring here. Um, and then we will try our best to, to, to answer them. So, so uh, the question will show up on screen and, and then we will can, can see how, who of us should answer it and, and, and how, how, we, how we can go about it. Um, so the first question that we have uh, gotten from the audience is uh, how much uh, does it cost? And, and I, I assume that it's, it's, uh, it's um, we're talking about the emission monitoring uh, part of, of cargo value here. And, and 
this is this is a fairly new product uh, to us. We have to be honest, uh, honest there. Uh, which which where on the pricing wise, it, it depends on the on the volume uh, of shipments and how many commodities we are talking about here. A little bit similar to to how cargo value uh, is, is is priced today as well. And and it 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 can be a subscription or or it can also be more of a one off. Uh, we just want to know the baseline. Can you give us a good estimate uh, here? So. So I, I, I encourage the person who posted that question to just contact us, and we can, of course, uh, give you give you a quote on this. Um, the second question uh, is: Have you run into challenges with acquiring actual data? Um, maybe I can ask that to you first. Then uh, you, you have been doing this for 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 some years now, and and. Uh, how has it been? How have the op operators uh, been providing you with, with actual data on their on their consumption for your shipments? Uh, I think uh, again we see a substantial shift in in mentality just uh, in a few years, mm -hmm. um, and 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 starting to ask those questions. Uh, let us say two three years ago, mm -hmm. um, you could be met. Uh, oh, what are you going to do with that information? Yeah. Why is that the relevant information for you? Mm. While now it's it's given. Now mm. we, uh, we we receive it without even asking for it. Yeah. yeah. So so it's becoming a standard. It's a shift in mindset. Mm. Um, so um, uh, as per now, we, mm. we we don't see that as a as a, a big uh, big issue, mm -hmm. a big problem. Uh, it, it is um, it is. Um, uh, present now and I think it's an integrated part of how you do will do business and shipping in, mm. in, in the future yes. as well yes so um, for me that's um, uh, it's it's, um, it's it's not a big challenge uh, as per now mm. uh, uh, that's, that's that's the answer and you, you mentioned you mentioned it's becoming a standard uh, and and uh, we as an operator also see that uh, it's not, not something we we uh, cannot do. We have to do this, provide this information to to our customers. But a few years ago, I think there was a lack of uh, yeah. What type of information are you actually asking for? Is it the emissions for this voyage? Yeah. How do we measure it? Is it the ballast before or after or or and, and how do we convert that to CO two emissions and so on? So so there, uh, we believe that the sea cargo charter has been a quite good push to the industry in trying to align how. How do we measure it? How do we report it? And how do we compare ourselves to some trajectory or some targets uh, for that? So, so, so um, uh, we also don't see any any big technical challenges uh, in terms of ag 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 gathering actual data. Uh, and also, like, like you said, uh, I believe other operators are also more and more willing to to provide that. Uh, but but data uh, quality, I think, will be a challenge also going forward. There's in the end, there's not a very accurate ways to measure uh, fuel consumption on board vessels, and that type. the whole industry needs to improve uh, there when it comes to, to to data quality. Yeah, and and just to add to that, I totally agree with you in, in terms of the, the, the sea cargo charter. I established a, a standard. Um, more and more are are uh, signing up to that. Hydro yeah. uh, is not uh, part of sea cargo. But I would say yet yeah. uh, we have an internal process. Mm -hmm. um, but but um, we see the value uh, that the C the C cargo charter has provided, mm -hmm. and, and again, creating that standardization, yes. I think is is important. Uh, mm -hmm.
that were having totally different ways of of, of doing doing things. Yeah, yeah and, and whether you're a member or not on the Sea Cargo Charter, I, I, I encourage you to have a look at the at the template for gathering actual data that they provide. Uh, and, and this is also something we integrate into our solution. So if, if data is gathered on, on those templates, it's easy to integrate into the emission monitoring solution. Um, okay, um, how normal is it to track emissions among shipping companies? Um, I, maybe that's a question more to, to us as an, as an operator. Um, uh, oh, and also, of course, uh, whenever you ask for, for this type of data, how, how, how difficult it is to get it. Uh, I think for, for an operator, it's, it's fairly easy. Uh, fuel consumption is one of the most important, or if not the most important cost driver of, of shipping. So I think every shipping company has quite good view on the, uh, on the fuel consumption of their vessels. And, and from there, it's a fairly easy task to at least estimate the CO2 uh, and other climate gases uh, that, that originate from that. So I would say shipping companies have a fairly good overview. Uh, there is, of course, uh, uh, some differences in how exactly they define voyages and, and how they measure things. But, but it's, not, it's not a challenge for a shipping company to, to, to have that data. Uh, but uh, any, any reflections? No, I can that? only, only uh, endorse what you have just said. Uh, it's... it's one of the fundamental things, uh, cost drivers for for running a, a ship. Mm -hmm. So so um, the information uh, is there. That's that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many of the Sea Cargo Charter members are you providing this service to? Um, here we have to be honest that currently uh, none of the customers uh, of our um, emission um, monitoring solution. Are members of the Sea Cargo Charter. Uh, the Sea Cargo Charter has around 30 uh, members uh, as, as, as we speak. Um, and of course, we we would be able to provide uh, emission monitoring to them as well and help them with their reporting. But but uh, we have uh, we, currently we don't have any of those companies uh, on the list. And. Yes, one more question coming up here. Um, what data needs to be provided and in what format? API, Excel, uh, etc. Um, so uh, the uh, mission monitoring solution that we are providing to, to Hydro is, is part of uh, uh, cargo value, uh, as, as you mentioned, Jan Peter. And, and in cargo value, we would already capture all the shipments, uh, which uh, ship was used, the IMO number, uh, and then so on, and then we would integrate also fuel consumption data into that. So, so for that, there's there's not much uh, that you actually had to provide us in terms of enabling uh, us to to give you some estimates on the on the shipping emissions and and, and, and so on. Um, but we don't limit this uh, product to cargo value uh, customers only. It's it's a standalone product. Uh, so, so if you have another uh, voyage management system or all the systems uh, managing your your supply chain. Uh, we have solutions to integrate uh, to those systems, or whether you just manage it all in Excel today as well, uh, we, can, we can look at ways to, to, to integrate to those uh, solutions as well. But of course, uh, you need to have some kind of a list of, of uh, voyages uh, with uh, the name or identification of the ships. Uh, without that, we can't get very far, uh, but at least uh, uh, we, can, we are quite flexible in, in terms of integrating to other systems. 
and, and just to add to that uh, Hydro's perspective on it, um, as, as we, we talked about, uh, we uh, um, have the cargo value, mm -hmm. we have the shipping activity with all the different uh, shipping segments and, and commodities. Yeah. Um, and, and it's quite uh, fragmented and, and extensive. So then you, you come up with the question, okay, how are we going to gather the data for this fragmented shipping activity? So mm -hmm. for us, it was um, 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 a huge uh, added value to just be able to, okay, we have all the shipping activity here. Mm -hmm. How can we use that? Yeah. And, and, and to have that emissions dashboard uh, has been, been, uh, been uh, very, very uh, good for us. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, again, uh, bringing this, uh, making it very easy for us to have access to it mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, having it in the same, so to speak, uh, uh, framework where yeah. you also do the shipment yeah. planning. All in one place. Basically. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, how do you think biofuels can help reduce emissions for the EU, uh, the ETS, the emission trading uh, scheme? Um, this, of course, I, I believe it depends on how what are biofuels we're talking about and how the footprint of them are defined by the uh, EU. Um, so, so uh, uh, yeah, this is this is something that, of course, uh, we as a ship owner are are evaluating uh, the use of biofuels. We have tested it on on, on ships as well, and it, it could be a way to reduce uh, uh, emissions under the EU ETS scheme, given that they are at the right type. But uh, I don't think we we, uh, we don't really see this as a long term way of reducing shipping emissions. Uh, biofuels is something that is will uh, most likely be of limited supply. We will compete with the airline industry uh, of the, about the same fuels. So it's not something that we can just say, okay, let's just switch everything to biofuels and we have sold it all. Uh, that's at least my personal opinion uh, on, on, on this. Any, any? No, I, I, I totally agree. And I think um, looking at it from a more holistic perspective, um, one of the main challenges, and again, going, relating it to the monumental challenge we have as an in industry in this is, is the supply of zero emission fuels. Yeah. And, and, and while you can use uh, biofuels now, mm. um, it's not enough supply, as mm. you pointed out. Mm. Far from it. And, and, and again, looking at, at some of the other alternatives uh, that are evolving and emerging, mm. uh, it's the same, so to speak, uh, answer to it, mm. you know. What about the supply? Yeah. And and it's far from enough to supply the whole shipping world version fleets. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, there are many things we we, we need to do, mm. uh, and, and 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 it's not only switching to zero emission fuels. Yeah. Yeah. We need to reduce the consumption as well. Yes. Yes. Whatever we can do operationally, whatever we can do on board our vessels, and then of course the fuels uh, after a while. Yeah. Um. Good. Another question. Uh, after measuring emissions, what are the potential next steps to actually reducing emissions? Um, I can try to uh, start a little bit here as well. Uh, so once you have measured it, you can, of course, look at, okay, wh uh, where are my big drivers of emissions? Which trades uh, are, are the biggest driver here? Or where do I have the most emission per volume uh, transported and so on? And, and one natural step would, of course, be to upsize. You mentioned it already. It's, it's often something that 
that maybe looks easy on paper and is more difficult to do to do in real life, but it's it's one of the things with the absolutely largest effect. And it's not something that that necessarily will cost money. It will actually save the company money if you manage to to to, to pull it off. Um, uh, other ways is of course to look at uh, uh, slow steaming or speed uh, optimization and so on. These are things you can you can do today. But but one but those are more the, the technical parts around it. Uh, uh, one, one very important way to reduce emissions or start reducing emissions is to talk with uh, operators, the operators use about what can we do together to, to reduce emissions and how can we build that into the contracts we do so that uh, everyone is incentivized to work together to reduce emissions uh, as, as much as possible. And so, so it's, it's a, both a technical part of it, but it's also very much a commercial part of it uh, to start having sustainability-linked freight contracts uh, here. That's at least my, my, my view on it. Oh, and again, coming back to, to, to what, uh, what um, uh, I said earlier as well, um, together everyone achieves more. And, yeah. and I really think that uh, collaboration is, is a key ingredient in, yeah. in overcoming this, this, mm. this challenge. So definitely uh, um, uh, sitting down, mm-hmm. uh, talking to your uh, operator, yeah. uh, ship owner, or vice versa, mm-hmm. to your charterer and, mm-hmm. and, and, and cargo owner. And, and to, to create that framework of dialogue. I mean, you want to do the same thing. You want to limit your costs. You want to reduce emissions. Yeah. Uh, so, so we are actually on board on this together. Mm, mm. Uh, and, and by talking together and mm. by exchanging ideas and by looking into innovative ways mm. of doing this, mm. uh, I, I truly believe that, that you, 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 find, you find good solutions mm. together, mm. Uh, not uh, unilaterally. Mm. Good. I think we have time for, for uh, one or two more questions. Um, which are the main solutions currently available to help charters to reduce or reach zero emissions on one voyage without losing uh, competitiveness? Um, I, I would like to say that there is a very easy and cheap answer to this, but, but in my view, there isn't. Um, so you can, of course, uh, there is, you have seen media um, uh, articles around uh, carbon-neutral voyages, where, where the carbon emissions are offset. Uh, you buy offsets, and then you say, okay, now this shipment from A to B is, 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 is carbon-neutral. Uh, in, in, in our view, that's not really helping the shipping industry to decarbonize. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, the cost of these offsets, they do not at all reflect the challenge or the cost of decarbonizing uh, shipping, so so there's there's no easy way today to reach uh, zero emission uh, on on a on a um, on a shipment, but of course you have uh, the concept of of uh, what we call insets, carbon insets, uh, where you uh, with the biofuel that is available because there is some available, you could purchase uh, even if that biofuel is not available on your voyage, you can make sure that sufficient amount of biofuel is fueled somewhere else. Uh, to compensate for the emissions on, on that voyage. But it will not be free. It's not cheap. And, and it will be more costly than, than just going on uh, as, as one does right now. But in the end, of course, freight is not the main cost driver for most industrial companies. So I, I'm not sure if a company would lose competitiveness by even having to pay uh, that type of, uh, of uh, inset prices. I, I, I think you know it, it, it is it is a challenge in itself, but but as you, as you point out, and I think 
there is also this realization mm. and this understanding that um, all this, um, uh, to, in order to reduce emissions, mm. it will add cost. Mm. It will be yes. more expensive. We are talking about new solutions. Uh, we're talking about new technology. We're talking yes. about zero emissions fuels that will have a higher cost than what mm. we have, have learned and, 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 and without comparing the, 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 the current volatile markets. But, but um, that's just a realization. So, so then how can you um, be competitive? And, and there are many ways. Uh, you can look purely at the cost. Yeah. And, and obviously, you, you cannot be too far. Mm. Mm. Um, the, the margins are in a normal market environment. The margins are, 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 are low. Um, and and um, I think, um, uh, and, and that's the beauty of the challenge, in my yeah. opinion, that you really need to think hard about it and, and, and you really need to be innovative. Mm. Uh, okay, is the answer longer contracts? Mm. Yeah. Is the answer of trying to uh, get everything into a system yeah. um, instead of only being on the spot? Mm. Mm. Uh, in a system you can plan, mm. You can have a, a, a dialogue and you tr can try to create a win-win solution. Yeah. Uh, that's one part of it. And, and then, uh, as you touched upon, you, you have other uh, new emerging alternatives uh, that you also can do. But, but, but I think there are many more things to come here as we go along on, uh, along on this pathway. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and, and that's, that's the interesting part. And that's the part I really enjoy, uh, yeah. this challenge and, and, and this is these dialogues with with uh, with uh, yourself and, mm. and, and, and our um, uh, pa pa partners on, yes. on, on the C1 transportation side. So, um, uh, um, and one can turn the you can turn it around. This question: uh, Can you maybe you can lose competitiveness competitiveness by not doing something? Uh, and the closer one is to the end user, uh, the more one uh, one will be pressured uh, by them. And I know for sure that in the container industry. There are companies paying uh, high premiums to be able to say that they have real carbon neutral uh, container freight for their products because their end users demand it because they're, they have a very green product that they want to make sure that it's green all the way from, from, from uh, not only the products, that they, uh, their components, but all the transportation and everything. And, and, and there you again see the shift, uh, the substantial shift in mindset. Yeah. Uh, from 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 uh, from the industry and from the uh, players, and I, I I totally agree with you, and and I think uh, uh, that's 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 a fundamental part of it. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 uh, you have customers that will demand it, mm. and and you will need to to show that you are doing uh, something about it. Yes. So yes. Uh, um, as as we um, put it in 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 in, uh, in hydro. Yeah. Uh, sustainability is our license to operate, so it's it's a, it's a very valid point, uh, Martin. I think that's a, that's a good point uh, to wrap it up uh, on. Uh, so, thank you very much, uh, everyone, for for joining. Thank you very much, uh, Jan Peter, for joining us here, and thank you. And thank you for my call to my colleagues uh, Sophie and, and Peter. Um, everyone, thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Futurebound. We hope you found it useful. For more information about us, head over to the website combinationcarriers.com. There you can get in touch with us if you have any comments or questions regarding the podcast or in general for KCC. If you do like what you hear, then remember to like and subscribe to the podcast 
which you can do through Google, Apple, Spotify, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Thanks again, and stay tuned for more to come soon from Futurebound.